0: Let's dig into the Word of God. We have had way too much fun here. Everybody online, we have fun here. If you're not here in person, you're missing it. We know how to have a good time. But we also know how to get into the Word of God. We know how to get serious sometimes. So I appreciate everybody giving me your attention. This will be the last time that you are forced to listen to me preach for this year. Right? Right? Well, maybe. Unless they make me preach up front. You never know. But I won't be speaking in here anymore this year. So this will be my final sermon for the year. And then we're going to kick off next year. And I'm excited about it. But Hello. anybody want to remind me what I've been talking about the last couple weeks? Same? Yes. Looking for Jesus, Saul. Yeah. We've been talking about, we always talk about God. It would it would be crazy not to talk searching about God. Judah? Seeking, seeking Jesus. Yeah, we seeking. talked about searching for Jesus. Yes. For that was a long time ago, but I'm glad you you paid attention, man. I'm not mad at that. That's awesome. So, we, yeah, we've been talking about looking for Jesus. We've been talking about searching for Jesus. We've been talking about... Jesus. Yeah, we've been talking about Jesus. But what else, like, what is the point? What was the basis? What was I talking about? What was I really talking about? Come on. Hit me with it. What was I talking about? What was one of the points that I brought? That, that meant something to you reading the word. About the word. Yes, I talked about the word. How we see Jesus when we read the word. I talked about that. What else, Judah? Uh, that one point you brought up I think it was the second week, you said don't look for something that's alive in the dead. Yes, don't look for the living among the dead. Good points. I'm glad you guys caught this, man. Those were things that God put on my heart and it was important for me, so I am so glad that the message is getting through to you guys. And it's important that we know these rules. There are things that are going to help us in our life. But we've talked about all of that. Today, we're going to talk about the the final conclusion to it all. And I know, how many people were at church on Sunday? You guys at church on Sunday? A couple of us? All right. You guys heard Stefan's message? Okay. This was all wrote before he preached that, okay? So (laughs) the Holy Ghost has a way of putting us all in the same vein. But I wrote this whole sermon and Stefan got up and preached, and I was like, oh my goodness, he's literally preaching my entire sermon, note for note. So we're going to go through it a little bit too, because today we're going to be talking about God with us, all right? I want your guys' input on this. I want your guys' help on this. I didn't fully prepare everything because I want us to have a little bit of a discussion about this. So we hear this phrase, Stefan just preached about it. He talked about God with us, right? We read the scripture. We read Isaiah seven fourteen. All right, then the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and you will call his name Emmanuel. Anybody know anybody named Emmanuel? No, 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 not that popular nowadays. But Emmanuel, we will call his name Emmanuel. Why? What does that mean? What does it mean? Anybody? God. God is with us. It kind of tells you right there, doesn't it? So it wasn't too hard of a question. But which means God is with us. That is what we were going to call Christ when he was born, right? We're looking for Jesus. We've been searching for Jesus. We've been finding Jesus. But we know that when he was born, we were promised that we would call him Emmanuel, God with us. Not just one place in the Bible, two places in the Bible. In Matthew 1 and 23, the angel shows up to talk to Mary and Joseph and tells them the same thing. The angel says, look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son. They will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, the angel did reference Isaiah, too. He said this was a prophecy and it's going to come true. But in both places in the Bible, they bring up this name, Emmanuel, God with us. So, I was thinking a lot about it. This is the Christmas season. This is when we hear the story of Christ's birth and we hear these words. And sometimes, you know, we don't take time to stop and think about what these words mean and focus on what that actually means. So, I've been talking to you guys for three weeks about looking and searching and trying to find Jesus in this crazy world and in our everyday life. But today, I want to talk to us about the fact that. We have Jesus. The fact that he is with us. The fact that he lives in us. The fact that he talks to us. The fact that he's leading and guiding every one of your steps. But the most important way to do that is we've got to take a second and focus on this name, Emmanuel. Because it says, God with us. So I have a question. What God is with us? What are they talking about? God with us. What are they talking about? Jesus. Jesus, yes. Jesus is with us. Jesus, that's that's who we call Emmanuel. So if Jesus represents God being with us, what God are we talking about? What God is with us? Zach. Uh, um God. <laughs> the God. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good the God. The God, right? This is the same God, right? This is the God of the Bible, right? This is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is the God that we've read about throughout the entire Old Testament, right? So that means when the whole world's gone crazy and sin is everywhere around us and God's going to bring judgment on this earth, the same God that made Noah build a boat and saved his entire family, is with us right isn't that what that means that means when you feel like nobody else around you knows God no one else is serving God you're like man look at all this crazy sin and you feel this way that the same God that made a way for someone where it didn't look like there was a way out is the same God that's with you right with us have I got another example come on what about what about Abraham the same God that promised him that he'd give him money and that he'd take care of him. That he'd have a seed like, like the sand on a seashore seashore That was a lot of S's there. That was like a tongue tied <laughs> Like the stars in the sky. <laughs> the same God that promised him that he would take care of him and, apply, and take care of every need that he had. Is the same God that's with us, right? Everybody get that? Yeah. That means you ain't got to worry about your future, right? No. No, because the same God is with us, right? Come on, someone give me an example. I'm going to go through the whole Bible if you don't. Somebody give me an example. What's, what's, what's another God that's with us? Always. made David into a king. The same God that made David into a king. The same God that took a little insignificant boy who was just a shepherd boy, wasn't good for anything uh, from the world's standpoint, made him the king and the ruler over the entire nation. That's the same God that's with us. Zayn. Yes, the same God that blessed Job and protected Job and took care of Job. That's the same God that we got on our side. You guys know that whole story in Job's life took place for like a year. You know that, right? Job lived 40 years before that, had a great life. He lived a long time after that, had an amazing life. The Bible actually says he got back double everything that he lost. That's the same God who's with us. That even when the devil destroys everything around me, he can rebuild it. He can get me back to that point. That's the God. Who's with us, right? Saul? The same God that helped David kill the The same God that helped him kill a lion, a bear, and a giant. That's the same God. This feels like an old gospel sermon. Brian, I might need you up here, bro. Bah, 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 bah. That's the same God that's with us, right? That is, though, the same God. Yeah. The same God that resisted the devil's, the resisted the devil's temptation. The same God who came and lived a sinless life and died. That same God is the same God that's with us. The same God who was in the fiery furnace with the three Hebrew children. That's the same God who's with us. The same God that closed the mouth of the lions when everybody didn't like the fact that you pray too much. That's the same God that's with us. Like we hear Emmanuel, but does Emmanuel really mean that to you? Yes. The same God that, uh, that blessed Jacob. The same God that blessed Jacob. The same God that made him rich is the God that's on your side. The same God that made Jonah survive in the belly of a whale is the same God that's on our side. That's the God who's with us. The same God that gave the disciples the power to... to, to This sermon preaches itself, guys. It preaches itself. The same God who made these weak, scared disciples into huge men of God that changed the world, who did miracles, who healed people. Though that's the same God... Who's with us? That's powerful, guys. Like the same God who took Moses and made all these miraculous things happen and split the Red Sea and made it stand up. That's the same God that's on our side. Now I'm not being thrown in a fiery furnace today, okay? So <laughs> God doesn't have to, you know, stand with me in the fire. And I don't have a lion coming after me right now, right? So I, I don't, I don't need God to like close the mouth of the lion for me today. But that doesn't mean he's not with me. That doesn't mean that that same power doesn't reside around and in each and every one of you every single day of your life. How many times do we go? Have we seen kids go to their father and say, "Dad, I really need that brand new toy"? Like how many times have we like we we've all I've done that a thousand times in my life growing up, where I'm like, "Mom, we need it." Here we go. I'm gonna date myself. I need the new Sega Genesis. <laughs> I got a shirt that says Atari on it. I almost wore it. I'm like, nobody's going to know what that is, right? <laughs> Yeah, does anybody? You guys do? All right, some old school gamers in the house. Game but Boy yeah. Boy. <laughs> what? Game Boy better. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. It's a little bit past it, but I go back way into the video games. But there was this time, and you always find yourself going to your mom and dad and being like, man, mom, dad, I need this. And as a parent now, I realize Well, my kids are asking for the Oculus 3, but they still have the Oculus 2, and they still have all the games for it. You really don't need that. (laughs) So I'm like, you're okay. You're okay. (laughs) You want wanted to, though. I want it. I want the Oculus 3, guys. Come on. You can't can't hurt the guy for trying. We do the same thing with God. There's things that I go to God, and I'm like, man, you know I love a brand new car, God. And God's like, yeah, I don't know if you really need it. But that doesn't mean that he's not still the same God who blessed Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. That doesn't mean he's not the same God who can close the lion's mouth. He's still the same God who can fix any problem that pops up in our life. And just because we don't have those problems right now, we don't see this move, doesn't mean that we should forget the name Emmanuel. Yes. Yes. The same God that we've read about through this entire Bible that did all of these amazing things is on each and every one of your guys' side. That is the reason for the season. Just like Stefan preached about the gift of the season. That is the gift of the season, guys. Let's take a look at John 14. I've read John 14 a lot. But this is an important scripture because this furthers this promise. Okay, we had the story of Emmanuel, right? God came to earth, wrapped in flesh, God with us. But then he was crucified and he went back to heaven, right? And that's where we spent our last three weeks searching this series of looking for Jesus. Where is Jesus? How do we find him? How do we see him? And we hear this story, Emmanuel, God is with us. God is in our midst. God is in our presence. So how do we see this? How do we see this at work today? And we got to look at the words that Jesus put here in John chapter 14, verses 15. Listen up, guys. Read along with me. If you love me, obey my commandments. Oh, you guys are going to read it out loud with me. Okay, we can do that too. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. What's he talking about? Yeah. Uh, What's the advocate? Like, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I didn't hear you say it. Um, the, uh, he's going to give you the Holy Spirit that will not leave the you. The Holy Spirit. He's, he's yes. we. He's also the same God that rose from the grave. Same God. Hey, you still That conquered the grave. The same God that walked out of there alive is with walked us today. And how is he with us Because of the Advocate, guys. Because of the Holy Spirit. Because of that. Guys, there's a spiritual realm, and there's an earthly realm. We live in both. But God's called us to be a spiritual people, guys. We're called to live the spiritual life, to keep our eyes on the spiritual things. Not on the earthly things, but on the things from above. This is what the Bible tells us to do. So God's telling us, I've given you guys a Holy Spirit. Because I know what's important in the spiritual realm is what's important. But he tells us that he will never leave us. He says he is the Holy Spirit. So here, Jesus confirms what you guys were, what I ask of you. He says this this advocate is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Now, guys, this ties in a lot of what we were talking about. Looking for Jesus, searching for Jesus. And we all know people who can't see him and can't find him, right? And we're living in this day and age that Jesus is talking about right here, where we have the advocate, we have the Holy Spirit. And it will lead us into all truth. But still, the world cannot receive him. Why? Why does the world not get to see Jesus? Are they looking for him too? Because it isn't looking for Him, guys. If you're not looking for Jesus, you're not going to find Him. Jesus is not embracive. He ain't going to force Himself on you. Did God give us free will? Yes. Boys, you guys got free will, right? Yes. You, got, you guys can do whatever you want, except for right now in the middle of the service. Right now in the middle of the service, you better do what I want. <laughs> but God gave us a free will, right? He's not going to turn around and take that back away from you, is He? So if you want to use that freedom, to not look for God, he's going to give you that right. He's going to give you that opportunity. That's what the world is doing. So all you hear me, that's what the world is doing. They're not looking for Jesus. So it says right here, you're not looking for me, and they won't recognize him. But he says, but you know him. You guys know him. Because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. And since I live, you also will live. The only way you're not going to find Jesus is if you're not looking for him. If you don't want to see him, you're not going to see him. If you want to just think this is all imaginary and it's not real, you're not going to see him. But if you want to spend your life looking for Jesus and seeking after Jesus, you will find him. This promise is unto you and unto your children and all who believe as many as our Lord God should call. Nobody. I don't care who you are, guys. Come on. I'm a, we're, gonna, we're done
1: taking questions for a second. A
0: what? what were we going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say, it amazes me also that people, that people don't believe even though stuff has been written about him before it even happened. Right. And it's still being written. And it's still going further. I don't know if you guys know, but if you know anybody who's spiritual, it's crazy. Like, people who are spiritual will tell you things that they should not be able to know. Like, it's the Holy Spirit because it's alive inside of us. It's still Jesus. Just like you did your sermon here then on last Sunday. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. It's confirming things. It's showing things. And it is literally God with us. Emmanuel didn't end when Jesus was crucified. He told them, wait, I'm sending another advocate. I'm sending the Holy Spirit. I'm not leaving you as orphans. I will be with you forever. How that looks is spiritual. It's going to look in the spiritual. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit who's going to be a part of your life, who's going to influence your life, who's going to point you down the right path, because it's God with us. The same God who closed the mouth of the lion. The same God who predicted the future. The same God who knew what you needed before you were born is the same God who's with you when you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. So, let's look at this, guys. Last scripture I'm going to read. Look up here. Pay attention to this because this is important. This is the best part of it all, guys. What does God being with me really look like? What does it look like, God being with me? There's, I don't think there's a better scripture in the entire Bible than this scripture right here that talks about what it looks like when you've got God on your side. Romans chapter eight, guys. If you ever start feeling bad about life, you ever start feeling like you don't feel God, you ever start having trouble, guys, go read Romans eight. Like Romans eight has encouraged me so many times in my life, and I, I like life's not always peachy, life's not always great. But Romans 8 puts everything in perspective, no matter what I've been going through, no matter how hard life gets. Sometimes I just got to open my book up and read Romans 8 again. So today we're going to read together. We're going to read Romans 8, 31 through 39. But I want you guys to think about what I'm actually saying to you. Okay, look, Saul, boys, five minutes. Zoom in for this. Zoom in. No, you're not being bad. I'm sorry. Nobody online. They're not being bad. I just, this is how important it is. I want you guys to zoom in. We're going to think about this. Think about what the scripture actually says. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? What are we going to talk about when we're talking about God with us? Like, what does that really mean? This is what he's talking about. He's going to show you. Look, what should we say about these wonderful things? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Who could ever stop us? We just talked about all the wonderful things that God's done, right? He's conquered the grave. He's conquered Satan. He's destroyed nations. He's cut down wicked men. He's done these amazing things. Guys, no matter what you're going through in your life, no matter what this world throws at you, I want you to always remember God is with you. I know who's stopping Nobody. Nobody. Right. And if God is for us, who could ever be against us? Since he did not even spare his own son, but gave him up for all of us. Guess, see how I'm reading that totally backwards. You caught it, didn't you? Won't he also give us everything else? So it's telling us here, if God gave up his only son just so he could get to know us, if God went through all of these things, if God closed the mouth of the lions, if God destroyed giants, and God did all of this so that he could have a relationship with us, won't he also do all of that for us? He's already done it once for you. Won't he do it again? When all the world turns against you and you feel like you better bow down to the statue, won't he go through that furnace with you? He won't do it and he will do it again. He will do it again. Every single time, guys. That's what's so powerful about the scripture, about the fact, about the name, Emmanuel, that carries so much weight with it. We're not just talking about some little thing. We're talking about the God who did all these wonderful things on your side. I used to, I have an old song with my old band. Let's <laughs> hear it. I'll tell you some of the lyrics. But there's a part in one of the songs where I was like, everywhere I go, he goes with me. And it was like the breakdown at the end of the song. It was like, everywhere I go, he goes with me. Everywhere I go, he goes with me. I had to remember that at that time in my life, and I still got to remember that today, that everywhere I go, he's going with me. Guys, there's no walls that are going to be in front of me he can't knock down. There's no giants that can rise up that he can't slay. There's no animals that can come against me that he can't close their mouth. Like, this is God with us. If he's for us, who can be against us? Who dares accuse us? Oh, now this is good. Because now, okay, maybe you're going to be scared of lions. And we don't have to be scared of lions. There's no lions around here. There's no giants out here. So we're good right now. But what about this one? What about the people who accuse us? What about the people who are going to say, you're not really a child of God. You're not really a believer in God. That God's not following you. What about those people? What about them? Is God going to fight for us on them? Who dares accuse us? Whom God has chosen for his own. Oh, man, guys. When I understood this concept, my life changed, guys. When I understood the fact that when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, God chose you. And there's no going back. There's no pulling it back out of you. He's not going to reject what he already gave you, guys. He chose us. So who dare accuse me of anything? Who dare accuse you of not being a child of God if you've been filled with this Holy Spirit? Right? Isn't that all the proof we need? Isn't that the guarantee? Isn't that what told them they should have baptized Gentiles to begin with? Because they spoke in tongues? Because they received the Holy Spirit? So if that God is for us, then nobody should ever accuse you of not being His child. If you've got that Spirit living in you, then you're His. And it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about it. I'm guaranteeing there's some people right now that don't like the fact that I'm a child of God. (laughs) I guarantee you. I pray for those people. I wish they weren't that way. But there are people, and you're going to encounter people in your life that's not, that don't like the fact that you're a child of God. But there is nothing anybody can do about it. God chooses who he wants, and whom God's chose, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it. If he's given you the Holy Spirit, you're a child of his. Even if I don't want you to be his child, it wouldn't matter. Never because God's sovereignty. God has a right to choose who he pleases. God has chosen you guys. The reason why you're here tonight is because you have a relationship with God because he's chosen you. Exactly how you are, he loves you. Yes, Doesn't mean you ain't going to make your life better. Because the same God who blessed Jacob is going to be with me. The same God who helped them out of their problems is going to help me out of mine. The same God that made their lives amazing is going to make your guys' life amazing. So who will condemn us? So who's going to condemn us then, right? we got God on our side. Who's going to tell you you can't do it? Who's going to tell you you can't preach? Who's going to tell you you can't lay hands on the sick? Who's going to tell you that you can't do miracles? Who's going to tell you you're not going to make it to heaven? Who has the right to do that if God is truly with you? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, for you guys, right? Because he's with you, God with us. So he did all of this for you guys. And if he did all of this for you, and he's sitting at the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. You guys get that? Like, I read this the other night getting ready for tonight again, and it hit me again. Like, man... He is literally sitting at God's right hand right now with us and sitting at God's hand pleading for your best interest. That's incredible, guys. In the Old Testament, we had people who would go before God and accuse men. Now we have somebody sitting at God's right hand saying, Jesus, remember, that's your child down there. That's who you died for. That's who you're supposed to be protecting. So when I'm up, when I'm down here and I'm going through a hard time in my life and I'm battling depression and I'm battling anxiety and I'm battling all these things, Jesus is up there saying, hey, you know what? That's your son down there. That's the God who's with us. Yes, Sam? If God's sitting, well, if Jesus is sitting at God's right hand, then he's sitting at God's left hand. We're going to get into that right here? Yeah. Let's just move on. Let's just... <laughs> What did he say? It's not up to me to decide who sits at my left and right hand. It's up to the Father. So we'll worry about that when we get to heaven's name. But I love your, your curiosity there. But we know he's pleading on our behalf. Because this is the important part. It's not really about where he's sitting, right? It's about the fact that he's fighting for you. It's about the fact that he's fighting for us. That he is on our side. So let's keep going. we got a little description to read here. So can anything ever separate us? Huh? That's a question to you guys. Can anything ever separate you? If God is for you, and God is in you, and God is with us, then can you ever be separated from Christ's love? Does it mean he will no longer love us if we have trouble or calamity? Oh, God, guys, this is so good. Because God is with us, right? But Jesus is perfect, right? Who else is perfect? Anybody else in here perfect? Raise your hand. Right? <laughs> no, but nobody else is in here is perfect, right? But he's a God who is perfect and expects perfection from us, right? So what happens when I run into trouble? What happens when I run into calamity? When I'm persecuted? When I'm hungry? When I'm desolate? When I'm in danger? When I'm threatened with death? What about it then? Daniel, everything's not going good for me. So is God really with me? He protects you. Yes. In the middle of all this, is he really with me? Yes, he is. Yes, because as the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things. Guys, listen up. He's still with you. We may go through some battles here on earth. We may deal with some things, hungry, desolate. We may go through some of these things that does not mean God's not with you. He's still with you. And through it all, we have a destination that we're heading in, right guys? I'm we have a destination that we're going towards. Because despite it all, we have overwhelming victory through Jesus who loves us. And I am convinced. Here we go, guys. Listen up. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us Amen. from God's love. Amen. Is anybody else convinced? Like, are you guys really convinced? Do you guys understand, Emmanuel, God's with us, that nothing can ever separate you from His love? What does that mean? Saul, what does it mean to be separated from someone's love? Yeah, for them to stop loving you. So what is it saying to us, guys? Oh, I'm, I'm being dead serious. I want you boys to be serious right now. I am. Think about it. What does it mean? That will never stop loving us. That means if you do something wrong, you guys mess up, nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. It's just like God's our parent. I guess, like, you guys can get separated, right? You guys keep talking and messing up. I'm going to have you right now. But guess what? When you mess up with God... There's not a man who's going to come over and separate <laughs> you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, there is here, so. Yes, there is here you got to go straight up. No, but for real, nothing can ever separate us from God's love, guys. As a parent, we love our children unconditionally. I like, think I love my kids. Like Babies do wild things. Like Babies have pooped and puked all over me. And guess what? If anybody else pukes or poops on me, I'm not gonna love them yeah, very I much more. Right? Yeah. I me and Jesus are gonna have to have a long talk about this. But when it comes to your babies, you love them, guys. Yeah, I don't know about this one. Listen, I'm being serious. It doesn't separate. Yeah. Do you understand that though? Do you understand that about you and God, Because yeah. I don't care about anything else. Like this is a, this is what I want you to understand. That you're gonna mess up in your life. You're gonna you're gonna have things go wrong. There's gonna be times that you disappoint God. You disappoint yourself. But that's never gonna separate you from his love. That no matter what, in this in all of that, Emmanuel is still true. God's still gonna be with us. So let's go. Well, we're gonna move quick. I know I'm going long with time, is it? Oh well, if I go too long, someone stop me. <laughs> but I am convinced. Alright, so listen, I'll read this fast. I'll read this fast. Matter of fact, why don't we stand up? I'll let you guys stand up. That way you feel like I'm close. Brian, you wanna feel <laughs> like No. Go sit back down. Because listen, this is important. We're getting ready to stop. We're getting ready to close our service. We're getting ready to spend some time in prayer. Because guess what? If that's the God who's with me, the God who did all these amazing things, then He's worthy to be praised. One minute. He's worthy. Because this is is how important it is. So listen up, guys. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate me from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons nor our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. No devil, guys. No devil, no demon, no angel, no power on earth or in heaven above will separate you from the love of God. Guys, not even your fears of today. Not even when you don't understand what's going on. You know what? We, we laughed and we talked about it, but you know what? Somewhere in the world today, there might be someone that's actually facing a lion right now. They've literally got a lion standing in front of them and they're like, oh, I'm going to die. this is a real fear for today. But guess what, guys? Even that fear doesn't stop God from being with them. That doesn't separate his love from them. Nor are worries about tomorrow. Anybody in here worry about tomorrow? No. No, nope, we're all good. All right, cool. Yeah, I tomorrow Jesus comes back tomorrow. Well, listen, as you get older, sometimes you start worrying about tomorrow. You start thinking about how everything's going to go for the next couple days, and guess what? In the middle of that, He's still with you. The same God who did all those amazing, wonderful things that I've talked about through this whole Bible is still there in your midst for when you need Him the most. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God. Guys, there's some scary stuff in hell. There's some big powers in hell, guys. There's some demons I wouldn't want to wrestle with. But guess what? In the middle of it all, God's still in my life. Emmanuel is still true. God is still with us. And that promise means more than anything. That no matter what happens, no power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. You can turn that light off for me. Guys, that's why I've been talking about Jesus, right? Why is it so important that we see Jesus? This is why. Because when you really see the love of Jesus, when you really see God, you'll understand this concept that nothing will ever be able to separate you from him. Emmanuel is still here today. So we're going to take a couple of minutes, guys. I know it's Christmas time. I'm going to work on, uh, yeah, you can hit that recording. I'm going to.